Hey guys, you're listening to God Within Her Podcast with Regan and Michaela, and we're so glad you're here. This podcast is a discussion about worldly topics and how to navigate them from a godly perspective. Stay tuned. And thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of God Within Her Podcast. Of course, this is Michaela, and with me is the regal, religious, I'm trying to think of things that start with R, um, right-handed Regan. Are you right-handed? I'm left-handed. Oh. <laughs> Of course, 50-50 shot. <laughs> well, we are still so happy that you're here. I'm glad that we're yeah. giggling right now because they're going to start talking about 2020, and I don't know how long the giggles are going to last. Um, but <laughs> we are happy that you're here to just, you know, conversate with us as we just recap 2020 and try to figure out what in the world happened. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot happened. <laughs> Um, I can't, I like, when I was just thinking about 2020, there was just like so much. I feel like I forgot things. Uh, well, lucky for you, I made a list because I kind of had the same thought because this year time didn't exist. And Mm -hmm. I was like, did that happen in 2020 or did that happen in in 2019? So I did find. Was it a dream? (laughs) Seriously, was was this a nightmare? (laughs) So I found the list of events that shook our lives in 2020. I wish I could give, you know, kudos to whoever wrote this, but unfortunately I don't remember um, where I found this. But Australian bushfires and the West Mm. Coast fires in California. Yeah. COVID-19 pandemic and the deaths to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, the killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and many other Black lives that were cut too short. Mm-hmm. Along with that, the Black Lives Matter protests and the counter protests. Mm-hmm. Murder hornets. Yep, for, that happened. That did happen in 2020. And also, one that I forgot that happened in August was the Beirut explosion. Right. Com- yeah. Like, and I was reading this and I was like, these, and one, another one was Kobe Bryant's death, but I didn't put that in there. And I was like, these things really happened in 2020. This year has gone by so slow yet so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, how do we even like digest all of this? Yeah. I think it's like, it's crazy thinking back on like, New Year's a year ago, like, just how we felt about 2020 and, like, going into the new decade, right? Or maybe, I don't know if 2020 is considered. Yeah, a new decade. It is a new decade, yeah. But, like, we were all like, ah, fresh new decade. Like, I remember being so hopeful and, like, you're always excited for the new year. You never, like, all the new things it's going to bring and, like, starting fresh, having new resolutions, all these things. I'm just thinking back, what gave me hope is that it was, I had a hope at the beginning that was surely, like, fading over the year. Mm -hmm. Like, definitely, with just, like, things going on in the world and looking at 
what was happening in the world around me. It was definitely, like, I feel like you just kept getting, like, beat up, broken down, and, like, discouraged with different things you were seeing, you know? Yeah, I remember at, like, the beginning of 2020, like, everybody would make those jokes of, like, the Roaring Twenties, that we were going to go back to the Roaring Twenties and wear our flapper jacks, and, like, no, we went back to the Roaring Twenties, like, it was really bad, Uh, and I remember, like, looking at my phone at the beginning of 2020, um, and I remember going on Instagram, and I'd see all the fires, and I'd be like, okay, I need to get my mind off of this. So then mm-hmm. I'd go on Twitter and I'd mm-hmm. see like videos of, you know, black men and women getting killed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to like get my mind off of this. So then I'd go on Facebook. I'd see yeah. the COVID cases going up. And uh, it was like, I, you know, you turn on the news and there's just so much negativity and it just causes so much like fear and frustration. And like, mm-hmm. honestly, like I felt so alone too because n- nobody has really ever faced this like who has faced a pandemic who has faced right. like nobody in our generation has faced like this so yeah. you're right like that hope that you had at 2020 it like slowly started like to fade and get smaller yeah. and smaller yeah I mean I was just thinking back on like everything that happened and all of it just is like such a reminder of how broken the world is and how weak Mm -hmm. the world is um because ultimately like all the disease the division the loss and tragedy and all the hate that's in the world and among people is not part of god's design for us and is not what he wants for the world and it's all a result of the sin that is present Mm -hmm. and that just like reminds me of how much our world and all of us are in need of a savior to save us from the sin that's in the world and what it causes and the result of it that was good (laughs) (laughs) no that's good yeah i mean i I I think before 2020 started I if you would have asked me in 2019 if my if my foundation was firm on God I'd be like yep it sure is you can't tell me nothing my foundation is flat on the Lord Jesus both feet are on the foundation of God yeah but then starting 2020 and the events that happened I realized that my foundation wasn't completely firm um and it was like I had one foot on the foundation of God do you like my yeah. my little hand dance I do my little dance, dance. sorry um <laughs> there's one foot on the foundation of God and then my other foot was on the foundation of freedom the foundation the foundation of my finances the foundation of my friendships and once those things started going away once, once lockdown happened, I wasn't able to see my friends and family, um, jobs became uncertain. I realized that like, I was starting to feel wobbly, like what is going on? And I really needed to like, start to reevaluate what my foundation was set on. Um, and something that helped me a lot was I had to rest on Psalms 61 too, which is, um, I call to you from the ends of the earth when my heart is without strength. Lead me to a rock that is high above me. And then Psalms 3 says, for you have been a refuge for me. And I'm like, okay, what is a rock? 
A rock is a firm foundation that cannot be shaken or moved. So I'm like, okay, if my foundation is is moving, if it's shaking, okay, then that's not God. And I feel like mm-hmm. 2020 through all the like adversity and struggle has helped me realize, okay, what is my foundation actually set on? And yeah. if it's moving, it's not God. So how do I get my foundation to be fully set on God? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we can often it's like in our nature to look to the world and like mm-hmm. it's not hard for us to go that way like that's just in our nature we're automatically going to do that unless we are disciplined and we decide no I'm not going to look to the world I'm going to stand firm in what I believe in in Christ and like I think I've said this before that the world is always changing like mm-hmm. what is acceptable what isn't what's new what's in what's weird is always changing like every single day but what doesn't change is God and that's why he's firm and secure and that's why we can trust in him and we can trust that he is going to always provide for us and that that he is the right person to trust and the right um path to go on yeah that's really good um because you're right like the world does change like you can't you can't put your trust and, and your full foundation on something of this world. I mean, everything yeah. is constantly moving, constantly changing, and you will continue to fall flat on your face if you do that. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of a lot of believers that um, lived a life before Christ can confirm that when your foundation is not on God, you're just, you'll continue to fall and try mm-hmm. to found, find another foundation that will be as firm as the one before, but it never is. Yeah. No. It's never going to be satisfying, ever. No, no. Um, So 2020 really helped me get a grasp again on God's power and, like, truly realizing God's power. Um, Because shortly after COVID started, I felt like God was kind of, like, leading me to read Psalms, which I've never read Psalms all the way through. I've Mm. just only read passages here and there, but... God was kind of telling me to read Psalms. I'm like, okay. So I started reading Psalms. (laughs) Um, And I was like, you know, in my heart, I was upset. I was frustrated because of everything that was going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I felt a lot like David. I felt a lot of emotions like David reading Psalms because David asks a lot of questions. Sometimes he, you can feel his frustration or his despair. Um, And I was reading Psalms 22, which starts off by saying, Um, God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? And I'm like, yes, that's exactly how I've been feeling. Like, I feel like I'm on this earth. I'm living out these things. And I feel like, God, like, can't you hear me crying to you? Like for, for deliverance and for rescue. Um, and I just had like that, that transparent moment with God. Um, and then in verse three, he goes on to say, but you are holy enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and you were set free. And then in Psalms 26, um, it says, now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories from his right hand. And I was like, wow, like, Yes, there was a time where I felt like I was crying out to God and I felt like he wasn't hearing me or he wasn't listening or, um, you know, he had other things to worry about. But and and I was just out of straight frustration that my mind went to there. Um, It was like the 
the worldly idealism, but reading that reminded me that, um, like not only is God listening to me, but God is is in it with me. Like God is within the circumstance that we've that, that we are, you know, going through. He is with us, you know, um, through COVID, through fires, through protests, through whatever situation or circumstance that we're going through. Like He is with us in these fighting battles that we're not even able to see. Um, so uh reading that, it just kind of helps me remind myself of who God is um and that we truly are never alone and like are or whatever we're going through we're truly never alone he's always there yeah I yeah that's definitely like a good reminder I think I think a lot of people felt the same way as you and I Mm -hmm. think I did too being like oh my gosh, like, why are we dealing with this? Why is this going on? Like, why is COVID going on for months? Like, where is the vaccine? Why can't, like, why can't it just, like, end, you know? And to think that God's just, like, watching it all happen but not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, we can think he's just, like, up there and just, like, watching down on us, like, watching this all happen and, like, not intervening. And then we can start to think, like, oh, he's not good, and he doesn't care, and he doesn't love us, you know? Like, we can go down that path of, like, listening to those lies, and it just, like, warps our view of who God actually is, and that, like, these things on earth and COVID is a result of sin. It's not a result. Mm -hmm. It's not him, like, giving us these diseases, you know what I mean? Like, he is good, and everything he does is good, and... He is always with us. Like, he is walking alongside us, holding our hands when we go through these troubles to help us get through it. He's not just sending you into it alone without, like, armor and protection and security. Right. That's why he's a rock is because he is secure and he's going. He wants to always help us through everything. Exactly. That Exactly. I remember, and <laughs> I mean, we were just kind of talking about this, but in April, we were like, yeah, like when all of this is over, we'll be able to yeah. see each other, like making plans. And then yeah. it wasn't getting over. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like what's, you know, maybe a couple more months, maybe a couple more months, and it's been nine months. Like, and what did you say today? Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, when all this is over, we can play an X, Y, and Z. And she's like, I feel like I've been saying this for nine months, which because, she has. Which I have been. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I could have birthed a baby by now. <laughs> a full-grown baby. A, a full-grown baby. But when all this is over, I feel like I've been saying that forever. But it's true. And, like, I feel like I – the devil – oh, this has definitely been a year of just um, finding off the devil like Mm -hmm. like crazy i feel like this year has been a more trying time than whenever i first like fully found god because i feel like the devil like wanted me to remain stagnant in like what in like the times of today um and he wanted me to like focus on hardships and circumstances that i was facing right now and he Mm -hmm. thrived and like putting me in a headspace where i was focused on um like what god wasn't doing versus what he was overcoming on my behalf so like instead of telling myself like okay i have a roof over my head my family is healthy i have a stable job um like i'm still making income instead of thinking of those things i was thinking okay um i haven't seen my family in months i haven't seen my friends in months 
um, people are dying. Um, there's riots going on downtown Pittsburgh right now. Um, people yeah. are, you know, like, why, why is this all, like, why is all of this going on? And um, something that actually did have, like, that did help me and kind of like looking back, I was like, yeah, this was kind of the moment. So your birthday party, okay, mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't a big birthday party. It was like no, us. No. It was like very, very small. Close friends, yeah. Close friends, safe, quarantined. Um, but at your birthday party, Megan, hey, Megan, our friend Megan, <laughs> gave me um, a picture with my favorite verse, Romans 8, 28, mm -hmm. which is, for we know all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. It's my favorite verse. Um, she gave that to me, and it really helped me, like, fix my eyes on the promise of God. Um because, you know, even though I was alarmed about everything that happened and like you were alarmed about everything that happened in 2020, like none of this is a surprise to God. None of it. It's not like he came and was like, COVID? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> this is not part of my plan. Like, yeah. murder hornets? How bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, none of this was, was random. Like, yeah. you know, and even though I've questioned everything. It gives me hope that, like, although the circumstances that we are seeing right now, like, mm -hmm. God is still here. Like, God is still in all of it. Yeah. Um, and even, like, the little the little struggles that we have, like, loneliness, um, like, our, our own personal struggles, along with, like, the big struggles that are going on. Like, he's in it. He's in all of it. And it just, yeah. that just gives me hope, too. I mean, it's crazy to think that he literally knows everything like he is all-knowing and mm -hmm. we never saw this coming we thought oh it's only gonna last to the summer and that's gonna be over <laughs> but he knew what was gonna happen like he is all-knowing and that's that's like just another reason why we're like why wouldn't we trust in someone that just literally knows everything, everything. about us knows us like the world all the events that will unfold like loves us no matter what those things are and what's mm -hmm. gonna happen even though he does know everything um yeah I just don't see why we wouldn't trust that um so that's really good yeah and something else that I've like kind of kind of sat on this Christmas because like I was telling you like our because of COVID Christmas was so like was very secluded very small and it was kind of like watered down like the the worldly view of christmas like going out shopping seeing your family and like having this big party like that was watered down um so it really helped me focus on like the true meaning of christmas which like right. yes i know that god brought jesus down you know um uh, you know the manger all of that like I, I i've known all of that but like i feel like this year was the first year that i was really able to focus on what that truly means because at, at that time when the world was filled with sin and, and Satan's power was soaked. And I don't know why I said the word soaked, but that's the only word that could come to my head. Satan's <laughs> power was was saturated in the world. Yeah. God provided hope through the birth of his son, Jesus, um, who would be our yeah. savior and redeem us from our sins. And it's like the same, that same beacon of hope that, mm -hmm. that, you know, that didn't only live 2000 years ago, but like that hope lives today, like regardless of the circumstances. And I'm like, yeah. wow, like God is so good, like yeah. truly. And I feel like 2020 just gave me the time to just slow down and reflect. A lot of reflection. Yeah, that's definitely like a big blessing that comes out of this. And that like that literally is just so like it gives me chills to think about that, that 
he sent Jesus like as a baby, his one and only son, mm-hmm. so that we literally have the opportunity to even have a relationship with him and to yeah. literally be in heaven with him, like to be saved from our sin because without Jesus, we literally wouldn't have been able to because we he paid the cost of our sin. Mm-hmm. Like he paid that debt for us. It is finished. Like he did it all. And now we have the opportunity to go to heaven. And like that's another thing that I thought helps me keep hope is to remember that when we're struggling and we're in trials and we're on earth here like those things on earth are completely temporary like yeah we are still not home and earth is not our forever home like we are here on earth to live for heaven and to be living for jesus building his kingdom and in excitement for the day when jesus comes again and we get to go home yeah yeah, uh, that's good because, you know, if you don't know God, uh, yeah, I mean, if you do know God, all these situations are scary. But if you don't know God, then like this just feels like the end of the world. But mm-hmm. when you when you accept God and you understand the gospel, and you understand what that means for you, what that internal life means for you. You understand that this is just the beginning to like, yeah, to eternity with God. And um, yeah. it really helps you just truly truly acknowledge what he did for us whenever he sent you know himself as as a baby um jesus onto the earth and it's just it's just uh, mind blow like i can't even like think of words <laughs> as, 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 as yeah, i mean how good that the bible, is the bible even says to live as christ and to die is gain and so like this isn't the end of the world. Like, it, okay, maybe it's the end of the world, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the end times. It quite seems like it. But mm-hmm. for those that trust in Christ, it's not. Like, there's just so much better. Right. At the Like, on the other side. Like, there's just even more gifts and treasures, and it only gets better from here. Like, it's not, it's not, you're not losing anything. To die is to gain, you know? Mm-hmm. So those struggles and looking forward to a heavenly place that's, like, um, a hope you can hold on to. Totally off topic, but um, yeah. that verse that you just said, have you ever seen the video of, um, it's like Paul writing Ephesians and it's like, I can't wait to die. I can't wait to die. <laughs> like, I, like basically that's all he said. Yeah. He's like, I wake up, I'm disappointed. <laughs> He's like, I don't choke on my food at lunch. I'm disappointed. Oh <laughs> like, I God. can't wait to die. But you're right. Like, just knowing yeah. that there's a, a, a life after this life gives you hope. Just yeah. eternal hope. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. Something I actually read today as my little devotional was James 1. And I thought this was literally so perfectly related. Um, he literally says, Consider it a great joy whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Mm-hmm. So, and like that was just perfect for this because I feel like all of 2020 was a trial and yes. all of it was like troubling and testing us. And like when we come to that point where we're in trials, we shouldn't, he's almost saying like be rejoiced. Like we shouldn't be praying, oh God, end it, take me out, take it away, or even beg for that not to come at all. Um, because you don't want to rush through those things because they give blessings and they give mm-hmm. fruit. And, 
um, in the She Reads Truth version, there's a little um, message there, and it says um, that James is telling us not to be so hasty to escape the faith-testing valleys, because those valleys contain the fertile soil needed to produce steadfastness. And so, like, those moments in those valleys are producing fruit and someone said today pruning you know it's that season Mm -hmm. of testing you giving you spiritual discipline and that it's a joy to go through these trials because Jesus struggled you know he learned obedience through his struggling and he was a man that did suffer um just those times of being tested are like good times to grow in your discipline and I mean if you think of someone that's never been tested before or gone through trials they've never had to choose between good or evil and you know on earth it's like we never have had to choose to okay trust christ and trust that he's in control over it or choose to trust ourselves and thinking we have to bear the burden of all that we're dealing with you know Mm -hmm. so testing allows us to grow um and to choose christ and to trust christ and grow in our um understanding of him and for god to reveal like where we have weaknesses and flaws or the strengths that we have, you know? So those are really good times of growth. Yeah. There's so much fruit that comes out of trial and tribulations Mm -hmm. and, and adversities that we face Um, and to be joyous in those, which is really hard and really weird to say to be joyous and, 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 and praise God in those situations. But it's true. Like you said, there's so much growth that comes out of trial. Yeah. And God doesn't promise that we're not going to struggle. He just promises that amidst those struggles Mm -hmm. that we are going to find joy. We're going to be joyous amidst the pain and suffering that we are guaranteed to experience as Christians. Mm -hmm. But we have some lovely hope messages from our listeners that we want to share with you. Yes. um, Of how people did find joy through the struggle that is known as 2020 uh first of all i just love these ladies okay these are like true listeners like listeners that have supported (laughs) us from the beginning back in april like oh i just love these girls and i'm just gonna randomly but if you're a true listener you can still send us some oh yes yes you're a mysterious listener out there I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we really would. <laughs> I love that mysterious okay. listener. Um, so I'm just going to pick some random ones because we do have a couple. Um, the first one I just clicked on is Bryn. Um, Bryn wrote in and said, despite everything being uncertain, God is always certain. I've taken a lot of comfort in knowing that I can be content in any circumstance. Philippians 4.13 reminds me of this. I can do all things through him who give me strength. No matter what happens or how situations may change, my God never changes. I find a lot of comfort and freedom in knowing this. Amen. Thank you so much, friend. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I do too. Another one we have is from Diana. And she said, God has definitely provided me hope in spite of the events in 2020, as his plan and promise never failed. I'm currently attending a Bible college and pursuing worship ministry, and God has given me so many opportunities, even in a pandemic. It has shown me that no matter what circumstances you can be in, God's plan still will happen for you, and absolutely nothing can get in the way of God's will. 
Yes. I love that. I it's love so that. It's Des- so true. Despite the pandemic, you know, yeah. if God has a plan for you, God has a plan for you despite the circumstances. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, Jamie Subner. I'm going to read hers. Okay. Who is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. We love her. Um, although 2020 has been full of uncertainty and isolation, I've been really grateful for the opportunity to slow down and really appreciate those around me. I'm very thankful to have seen God work in ways I didn't expect this year. I've seen people come together and show so much kindness and compassion, which I'm hopeful will continue even after the end of this crazy year. That's good. You know, it's just being able to slow down and, and like she said, appreciate those around you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, through all the hustle and bustle of the world, being able to stop and look around you and just really, um, really love on those loved ones that are near. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Can I do one more? Sure. How about a Rachel? Um, she said, I think God. Sorry. I think God really showed me in 2020 to appreciate the things we don't typically think about, like being able to breathe uninhibited and being young and in good health and having the means to a good home where I can stay safe and make the right choices. So good. So good. Next is Dayla Shea Whitehead. Hey, Jay. Um, Despite the uncertainty that came with 2020, God provided hope for me through this year by giving me the strongest church community to be surrounded by, which let me just pause and say is amazing because a lot of church was online this year, but but the fact that God still overcame that and was able to provide a strong community for her, and I'm sure many other people, even those online is amazing. Yeah, all of it. Um, and then the last one is Rachel Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> the other one was Davis. Yes. <laughs> um, but she said, this growing and pruning season opened my eyes to convictions in me I never saw. I asked God for clarity and growth. Pruning was the answer. I didn't see it, but I need God in everything. I think that's awesome. And I was just like how you were saying about pruning. Yeah. And like, we might not even, we can't see the whole picture, but because he's all knowing, he does. And like, we only see little snippets. Um, mm-hmm. But like, everything comes together for the good. Um, and yeah, we can always trust in that. Yes, yes. So, do you have any final remarks of hope? Yeah, I actually do. Okay. <laughs> the last <laughs> thing I wanted to say was another verse from James 1 12. Um, And I just thought this was like an amazing, hopeful message to always remind yourself of and says, blessed is the one who endures trials because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Mm. That was good. That was a good one to put right there (laughs) for sure. And that just like that gives me hope for 2021. Is that? Yeah. Amidst the trials that we may face in 2021. Um, whether they trickle down from 2020 or their new adversities and trials, but that there is hope in that and that God mm-hmm. is, is there and to just take it, take it on, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of a song I could have sung. What, bring it on? Yeah, I thought there was a song and then it just didn't come to my head. 
It's like, mm, mm, nothing. Yes. <laughs> we can make one on. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. 2021. Bring it up. <laughs> That's such a good song. I know. I'm calling Sony right now. <laughs> so we hope this episode has provided you guys with some hope to look forward to in 2021 and that even amidst your trials that you um, can have great joy and hope um, in Christ and we are so glad you listened. Yes. Happy New Year. Um, yes. Celebrate safely. And we, we love just you. love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of God Within Her Podcast. If you heard God speak to you through this podcast, be sure to let us know by subscribing and giving us a review. And if you feel someone else could benefit from what you heard today, be sure to share it with them. You can find us on Instagram at God Within Her Podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.